This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Rose. I'm your host, Blake Horseman. I have my buddy, Eric Bradley, here with me. And then our guest today, uh, the famous, the beautiful Holly Allen. Don't make that noise. Don't make that face. <laughs> noise. Famous. famous is a stretch, but thanks for... No, the- you are. You are. Big brother uh, favorite, I think, in my opinion. Uh, you were. You were. You were. You are still. I, I shouldn't say uh, are. No, but thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, I'll How take are you? Oh, man, I'm good. It's been a long day, but I'm good. Yeah. Say, how's the pup? I know everybody wants to He's know. He's better. Sure. He's good. Yeah, we, uh, I slept in my car in the vet parking lot because I'm not allowed to go in because the little dude was sick all night um, and because of COVID. Okay, well, I meant like come He's make so a cute. He goes, oh, this is my podcast? Okay, great. Okay. So stealer. You talk about famous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. He is. He's so great. Um, so was but, just, what did you just have like the flu or something or? I don't know. He was just doing some weird. Well, let's just say my carpet is now uh, or my rug. Oh, I need a new rug. Um, he was just doing a lot of really, really weird stuff. Yeah. But, well, good. I'm glad he's. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> here you are. You made it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I bet. So I was saying, I bet a lot of people, obviously, People don't know. I feel like we, we every time we go out for a drink, people are like, "Oh my God, Holly and Blake are dating." I feel like we get those Us Weekly write us, but no. we actually knew each other before you went on uh, Big Brother. Yeah, we had met. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and that was here in Denver, like not long after the Bachelorette, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know we we go way back, but people that was that was funny. We they also didn't mention like we were with friends. I know, I know, and they're like Holly and Blake spotted having a drink. I was like. I did you forget about Amber and Taylor? Yeah, yeah with three other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I saw like, US, I hate when they write, Us Weekly writes those, right? They pick the worst possible photo of me every time. Yeah. Somebody in that doesn't like me. I hate the photo they pick. Yeah. It's the worst. You look it's great. Really bad. I hate all of those. Like, I swear, you sneeze and there's an article and you're like, oh my gosh, did I sneeze wrong? Yes. Well, We've I talked mean, about now, that. Now sneezing is taboo. So, <laughs> COVID. But we, yeah. we've talked about that because, like, you know, like in this industry now, especially with the podcast, like we'll put out a podcast and there'll be some weird ass clickbaity title, you know, to get clicks on some article right. as like nothing. We said like two words about it in the podcast and it's like, it's so frustrating, but yep. part of the, part of the game, I guess. Yeah. And we signed up for it. So exactly. it comes, the blessings come with curses and yes. there's plenty of curses. Uh-huh. I always say there's like a lot of pros and cons, a lot of cons, but yep. just enough pros to yeah. where it was, yeah, it was a good decision. Barely, barely <laughs> enough pros. But seriously, yeah. So, you know, for those of you listening, and maybe if you if you haven't heard of Holly, um, what season was your big was your big brother? Twenty one. Wow, has it been twenty one seasons? So, yeah, I okay. It's been around forever. I don't anticipate it being around for much longer. Personally, no. Um, no. I just think that I mean it's very different than your experience in with the Bachelor franchise because. I mean, you know that people can fall victim to editing, but we also, we're, it's very different. We're under 24-7 surveillance yeah. and there's cameras everywhere. And talk about like, you can't sneeze without people criticizing it. You can't do anything. And it's just, I don't, I don't really think we're in a world that's 
ready for or like okay with big brother anymore eight years ago you watched past seasons and people were so awful and crass and mean and now it's just i don't think it has a lot of life left in it yeah i remember when we chatted like i can't imagine being under 24 7 cameras like the amount of i would would just feel like i was walking on glass at every second of every day and you wouldn't you wouldn't um, you get over it quick and then so quickly it becomes home, especially because we don't see producers. We see the cameras in the corners um, and we'll hear the cameras because there's mirrors all around the walls and they're, they're two way mirrors with cameras behind them. It's so, like, we'll hear them occasionally, but it's very seldom that we get reminded of them. And even like your mic becomes part of you and the cameras just become part of the house. And so you don't filter yourself and it's, I mean, depending on when you get evicted, like I was in there for 99 days. That is a lot of material for people to criticize. And you're, not, and you're not your best self either because you're sleep deprived. The beds are rock solid for a reason. Most mm. of the interviews are in the middle of the night for a reason. Uh, you don't have light switches. You don't have control of the, temp- the temperature. So it's freezing in the daytime and so hot at night. So you can't sleep and you know, I, I completely understand everything you're saying. I'm like nodding my head because yeah, you're like, uh-huh. it's exactly like that. Oh, it's so yeah. much like that. And because we don't have, you're right. Now that I think about it, we don't have control over the light switches. They have control yeah. over all the light. They switch the light switch on at 6 a.m. to get you up. You wouldn't go to bed till 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know exactly how that is. Um, your psyche. Yeah. They, I mean, it's a social experiment and they, yeah, they'll mess with you and do as much as you can. And what's even crazier is your, so it's first place wins how much? How 500K. Much? 500 and then second is 50. Yeah. Huge. Drive. <laughs> you got, I say you got 50. I mean, you got yeah. second. Yeah. I mean, that was a wild. I watched some of your season. Thank That's you. the only season I've watched because you were on it, but watched here and there and obviously the finale and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the finale was not my favorite episode. That was, I know that was wild. That was a wild Come episode. Come on guys. Well, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a very controversial episode. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, so close. Mm-hmm. So close. Yeah. So how did you get, I, so I know obviously how we get, recruited if you will for the bachelor how do you get recruited for bb like do they slide in the dms what do they do okay yeah well dm sliding is just so the thing um (laughs) ironically so it was just a very serendipitous situation i applied for the show i sent in a video awkward as heck it was the last day they were accepting submissions Mm -hmm. and i'd been like talking about going like talking about trying to go on it for years and i was like screw it i'll film the video so threw my camera up in the windowsill, filmed a video real quick, sent it in. It was awful. Um, I guess it was, I don't even know if it was ever seen, but like two days later, I got a DM slide from a casting director. He was like, hey, have you heard of the show Big Brother? And I was like, did you see my tape? He was like, nope, I didn't see your tape. So yeah, Um, it was, we both, it was just like this happy little, it just was like meant to be from the beginning. And then casting was like really easy. I I just, yeah. What was casting like? Did you like, was that a quick process for you? Cause my, mine was a six month process. Uh, mine was like four months. Oh, so decent. Actually, decent. when I saw you at Stagecoach, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I remember story. at Neon Party when we hung out at Neon Party. Funny yeah. story. I saw Blake at the end of Stagecoach. Anyway, um, but I don't know if you remember, I probably wasn't advertising it. I wasn't even drinking. So at Neon Carnival, I was totally sober. I might've had like one, I think you and I and um, my friend had like one drink. Yeah. And then 
I actually left Neon Carnival at five in the morning and drove home to LA because oh. that's when our finals were. So like the I final went, casting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So like I went straight from Neon Carnival. Uh, I figured I'd have like time to check in. I also took my dog to the hotel, got in huge trouble for that. Super not allowed. Um, <laughs> showed up with a dog, barely on time, went into a four hour psych exam and I fell asleep. No way. <laughs> Failed it miserably. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and an IQ test. And I ended up, I took the IQ test also while I was literally dozing off from not sleeping, coming straight from Neon Carnival. I ended up with the second highest IQ score of everybody on our cast. And the only one higher is Cliff, who has the highest IQ of like anyone in Big Brother history. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, That's a cool story, though, that you went from Neon Carnival yeah. to the final casting. And then it didn't yeah. start. It, didn't, it started filming like not long after, right? Wasn't it pretty Yeah, quick? not too long. Um, we started filming. We entered the house. Like, obviously, there's a little mm-hmm. leading up to it. Yeah. Entered the house on June 17th. So. Wow. Yeah, so pretty, yeah. Uh, not, not, not long. after. Uh, about a month. Well, six weeks. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, about six weeks. Um, I remember hearing, I mean, from our mutual friend that we have, <laughs> she'll yeah. love hearing her, her mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that you, that, that maybe, you know, you were, you were going to maybe be on that. And then I didn't know you were until she, she let me know when it was all public and everything. Um, but we were actually talking today because, you know, I've done a couple podcasts and yeah. you have such a like different experience than us on The Bachelor because we film come home and we're completely normal until it airs where you walk out of that house and you're famous like and then your life has changed forever so like what is that like like in comparison yeah it's very weird like we don't I don't know if it's better or worse I think probably worse because there are three months where people are developing opinions of us and studying our every moves and criticizing us and we we have no idea so it's really a mind fuck you're in there like does america hate me does america love me does america think this about me uh and you have no idea until you get out and there's things that you find out like i had an alter ego for the people who didn't like me they would call me beth and so that was like what people used to talk shit about me was referring to me as beth like Hmm. i had no idea yeah um i had no idea that my holly allen 24 Wyoming clip had gone viral from when I went to Miss USA. Oh, I remember that. I was like trending on Twitter. And there's all these things. There was like a photo of me with Donald Trump because all of the Miss USA contestants had to take Uh, a photo with him. True. That went viral. So people hated me for that. And it was like, whoa, whoa, okay, calm down. I don't like, "Mm." Mm. Uh, that was misinterpreted. But we don't get a chance to defend ourselves in real time. That's so, so true. we get out yeah. to concrete formed opinions and there's nothing we can do to change people's minds. People think something about us and it's like, well, that, wow, it, that, that is at that point. Cause you're so right. I guess if we are watching, you know, we're watching the show as it's, as it's airing and we know if people love us or people hate us yeah. and we can, you know, act accordingly. I'm just, yeah. I guess, honestly, I'm trying to imagine paradise right now. And like, had I not been able to <laughs> defend myself, when that was happening, those first two episodes, yeah. and I would have had to go the whole season with people thinking I'm like some monster. Like that would have been right. incredibly. And then all of a sudden, pop, come, you come out, and people, like you said, it very concrete. They just think they know you, and there's yeah. names made up. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's either way you cut it, it's hard. It's, yeah, yeah. it's just brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that's something that I didn't really process ahead of time. Yeah. Of the difficulty of 
being behind. I felt like I was playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And there, you can't even, like people were telling me, they're like, you need, need to explain this of like what you did on day 13. And it was like, I, no, there's nothing you can do to, yeah. you know, and it was like nothing big or nothing bad, but it's just still people, you know. How did you, I mean, you know, obviously I'm, you know, we've talked and like, I'm become very passionate about mental health and kind of like what us reality stars, you know, quote unquote reality stars like go through and how people in the public eye live. I mean, how did you deal with a lot of that? Like what was your, you know, I guess tactics, if you will, of dealing with the trolls and the hate and all that kind of stuff? Um, it goes in waves. Honestly, I'm like, I'm human and I'm very imperfect and I have not handled it as, as well as I wish that I could have. I thought because I'd had some sort of experience, like just being around people um, who've been in reality and like obviously dating somebody who was on a reality show for a year and a half or whatever. It was like, okay, well, I kind of saw what he went through. Like I thought I was a little better prepared for it. Um, but nothing can prepare you for it. And there's just no right way to deal with it. And I'm still under contract for another year, but as soon as that's up, I'm going to speak out a lot more. Yeah. They changed it to two years, which is obnoxious. I know. Um, but as soon as I'm out of contract, I'll be talking a lot more loosely, um, Mm -hmm. about it because it is, I am more passionate about it. And, um, I mean, mental health is something that's like affected my personal life and and my family and loved ones a lot. And so I already kind of felt passionately about it and then seeing how it affected this, how this show affected my mental health, my castmates, mental health, Mm -hmm. um, and our families. Cause it's not just hard on us, you know, it's hard on our families who watch us. And I understand that now cause like one of my really good friends is on, or she was on this, new season, Nicole, she went back on all stars and like watching her struggling and I'm sitting here helpless. It's really hard for me as somebody who loves her. So now I realize how much it affected my family as well. And, uh, there's a lot of elements and I've just tried to handle it as best I can with like, as it comes and it comes in waves and I handle it in waves do better and and do worse. Um, just kind of, it definitely gives you a thick skin as you know, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of rely on that thick skin um, and keep your loved ones closer because the people that matter, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't matter and they're the loud ones. You just have to listen to the ones. Yeah. And I mean, I'm glad you brought up the family thing because I think that's something a lot of people don't think about, you know? And so it's, it, and it can affect, like, I remember my, you know, my, my close family when I was going through what I did in paradise, even in bachelorette, like it, them seeing me heartbroken or them seeing me, like it would affect them, you know? And yeah. mine wasn't even live. I can't imagine watching you live, like your family watching you live going through what you were going through, you know? So, I mean, it does affect the people around you. And we necessarily don't think that way when going into the, you know, the opportunity, like we, you know, I, like I never thought it would affect my family the way it did. Um, so yeah, it, it, there's a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of like different things, um, that people don't think about until you're actually in it. And you're right. You can't ever prepare yourself. I know I've heard people, I was just talking to a friend who's like, you know, could you maybe get me an interview or whatever for the bachelor? And I'm like, sure. Like I could get you an interview, but do you want it? Like, do you want to go through it? And they're like, I yeah. think I can handle it. And I'm like, you think that, like you right. think that, but yeah. I'll so prefer think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I've had and a lot then, of people yeah. ask me the same. And I'm like, before I even let you get interest in this, let me ask you some questions. Let me do a little survey. And like, you need to know more mm-hmm. before you even. Yeah. So does NBC, 
are do they embrace mental health at all? Like, do they, they help you guys out at all coming off the show? CBS. Oh, um, oh sorry, CBS. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's one of those things I will have a lot to say about when yeah, my thought, yeah. contract is up. I was disappointed. I was very yeah. disappointed. I will yeah. say that. It's yeah, not, I mean, not I've... Nothing, but it's not quality. And even during the show. During the show, I was disappointed because I'm somebody who has struggled with anxiety uh, for years, um, especially the last decade. And it's gone up and down. Um, Obviously, the show triggered it really badly. And there were moments where I was like begging for some sort of help from, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I have a lot no, to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait for that year that is contract because I mean obviously I I you know I'm off con- I mean I'm off contract and everything and I, I will say though that ABC is getting better um as far as like that and they're finally embracing it a little bit more so hopefully you know eventually CBS will get to that point but they are they are kind of realizing I mean it's changed like you just said like the way the social media you know all those social media platforms work and the way um just I mean Twitter whether it be Twitter Instagram Reddit whatever it is like now it's become really hard on contestants on bo- in yeah. both of those shows. It's just worse than it was five, six, seven years ago. You know, it's so much worse. Yeah. I see people who went through the same experience um, a decade ago or less, and mm-hmm. oh man, it's like if you had done this now, oh man, yeah. oh yeah, it would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm actually we're doing that right now with the goat. Ep- they're doing these goat episodes oh yeah yeah and like watching some of the things that people said back then i was like you would never get away with it now like it's insane yeah yeah it's mind-blowing yeah um that's somewhat i mean it's a good thing because like society is changing and progressing and there's so many positive things about where you know mm -hmm. where we're headed but at the same time when you factor in reality tv it's like and now that cancel culture is just gonna say that yep oh man people just want to just, I mean, they want to hate people. They want to villainize people because that's human nature. Um, and with this cancel culture, they will find something that you're doing wrong and hate you for it, but at the same time, not allow you to grow and change. If that makes sense. No, it does. I completely agree. Like, cancel culture is so toxic. It's oh. yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't change. You can't right. like once you're canceled, you're canceled, you're done. You'll never, you know, and they just think you're a monster no matter what you do. And yeah, which is unfortunate. Cause yeah, obviously people can change, especially when it comes to certain topics. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. Hard. And we, I mean, I think, I think we're blessed for getting the opportunity to watch ourselves on TV and see some things that we want to work on and see some ways that we want to grow. And I really do think that that's one of the biggest blessings coming out of the show. It's like, the self-awareness that comes with it. Um, but it's hard when, when there is the culture of like, nope, you did something wrong and that's it. And I'm not even going to give you the ability to change. I'm not even going to give you that opportunity to, to change my mind yeah. for you to grow. Yeah. No, is, is that what you, cause I, that's a good question. Cause I get asked that a lot. Like, what do I think I learned from the show? Is that what you think? Maybe some more self-awareness. Like, what do you think you learned while, cause I guess, but you, did, you didn't really get to watch yourself. Though. That's what's weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I did afterward because yeah. I realized we were, t- I was told, uh, you know, don't even bother watching it. A lot of people don't even watch their season back. So don't even bother. And I was like, it's a weird thing to tell somebody. And so then I started like going on this whole tour of doing all these different podcasts and people were asking me stuff. And I was like, mm. huh, where did that come from? Um, 
And so I was like, I need to watch. I need to see what got edited and what they're even referring to. So I did, I did watch everything and um, so that I felt better prepared for these interviews. So yeah, self-awareness was huge. I was really able to like see myself from a, from another perspective. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, that was great. And then also just the sort of con, I mean, obviously reality TV tears your confidence down, but being on the show uh, because this is a competition show, it gave me so much confidence because I'm a petite girl. I was an, a dancer, but not like I was always athletic, but not an athlete. Um, I danced instead. And so I was really scared of the physical competitions because I kind of mm-hmm. didn't think I'd be able to keep up with some of these and you uh, crushed them. The people on it. And then here we are. Yeah, I like crushed them. Yeah. kicked ass. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> like I'm, I will own it. I will say that because for years I've never been bold enough to say, to say that and like to boost myself up. So I'm like, you know what? I did kick, kick ass and I wasn't afraid of failing. Cause so many times I like won't apply myself because I'm scared of failing, but there were these incredibly physical competitions and it's like, well, got nothing to lose. I might embarrass myself on national TV, but at least I can say I tried. Yeah. And then I ended up just like kicking ass. And the only person who beat me in most of the physical competitions is my ex-boyfriend, who was yep. also seven years younger than me, really fit, super duper athlete. And like, he barely beat me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'll say, I remember when you were cast, I knew you were going to get, because I do know you're a badass. And I was like, she's going to do really well in those, those physical competitions and stuff. And like, there was, what was the one you like hung? What was that Dude, one? That I remember watching fun. that. Yeah. It was called Pose and Ivy. What they didn't show is most people were on these like crazy wires hanging on while getting slimed in the face by slime. So mm-hmm. it's like really slippery and it's contorting our bodies in these crazy positions. And we had to hold on. Almost everyone fell within the first 15 minutes. There were four of us that stayed on for an hour and a half and like you're shaking because every yeah. muscle of your body is engaged. You're shaking, trembling. It is so freaking hard. So hour and a half, four of us. Then the two people fell, me and one other girl hung on for another hour. Wow. But of course in editing because mm-hmm. neither she or I got the edit of being a strong female. They, mm-hmm. you know, that was not the role that we were apparently cast for. So they did not show the timestamp but we were up there for two and a half hours. That's insane. Holy cow. Hey guys, real quick, I want to talk to you about care of vitamins and supplements. I've been taking these vitamins lately and I don't know about you guys, but when I go to the store, you walk down an aisle and there are different vitamins and supplements and all kinds of things and it can be really confusing. So the cool thing about care of is it's hassle-free vitamins and supplements delivered straight to you. So your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. You go online, you take a five-minute quiz, it asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. So for me, when I went online and did this quiz, basically it said that I don't take enough dairy, so I have to take some calcium plus vitamins. I don't get enough fruit in my diet, so I have to take some B-complex vitamins. And then also it says for me, the best kind of protein would be the plant-based protein. So I would get the plant-based protein in the mail, as well as my B-complex and calcium vitamins, all individually wrapped for me each day. 
care of products are formulated with good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science care of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind every one of their products with extensive info available on their websites and fun informative content on their social pages so if you want to get some care of vitamins delivered straight to you for 50 percent off your first care of order go to takecareof.com and enter code blake h50 that's 50% off with code BlakeH50. Go get you some care of vitamins and supplements now. All right, now back to the pod. Obviously, we talked about like, you know, living in the public eye and everything and what that's like. So what is it like dating in the public eye? Because technically, I haven't really done that. Like I just dated on the show, you know, with somebody in the public. So how was it dating like that in the public eye? Especially Big Brother fans are incredibly passionate. Like yeah. I thought Bachelor Nation was, no. Big Brother is another level of passion. Super passionate. Yeah. Um, I would probably recommend dating the public eye like zero out of 10. <laughs> like, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, it had its pros and cons, definitely. Um, I think just because dating in the public eye, if it leads to a breakup in the public eye, that just sucks. Yeah. Um, breakups are awful and not getting the, uh, I guess not getting the grace to go through that privately is really difficult. Um, there were definitely some pros to being a couple and like getting to do really amazing experiences after the show and also getting to be there for each other after it. I think that was hugely beneficial. So um, maybe the pros actually do outweigh the cons because yeah. we really were able to lean on each other after the show and, um, and go through. I mean, it, it, it was really special going through that entire experience with a partner. I do feel very blessed for that. Um, but man, breakups and not getting the luxury to that was and, literally and my next question assume the worst and like you know want to burn him at the stake or whatever me or mm-hmm. whatever takes sides and it's like really it's less it's a lot less dramatic than people make it like it's yeah. all okay. everybody has something to say when you you know when you yeah. break up they think they know the reason why and they tell everybody that's the reason and those like we talked about the clickbait articles like yeah i can't imagine i mean and i know like are you and Jackson on good terms now? Like how, how is it? Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, we're co-parenting. We have a dog. That's yeah, true. Yeah. So we have to, I mean, he, he took her cause she was always, when we went to adopt her, like they met and fell in love. So she was always, we decided that day that like technicality, she would be his. So, um, he took her, but I do dog sit quite a lot. And like, I know people would love for me to just come on and like slander him publicly, mm. but I, I'm not going to, ever say a bad word about him yeah. um i really do hope that we'll always be friends and i i have so much respect for him i mean um like obviously we dated for a reason and people have opinions about him uh but i wasn't like i wasn't blindly dating him i we were together for a reason there is a lot of good i will always have great things to say about him um and i'm excited for him to grow and learn and and you know yeah. do do a lot of successful things um mm-hmm. i didn't realize he was seven years younger than you yeah he's a baby <laughs> whoa i mean i knew he's younger than you but i didn't know he's seven years younger yeah wow. seven yeah. and a half yeah, yeah. he's crazy. a baby yeah so. absolutely well good i'm glad that you guys are like on because i mean we've met i'm you know we, I, I met with you guys yeah. together like you know i met jackson and everything so i'm glad and yeah dogs can always do that either dogs can make it really hard to break up yeah. or they can you know at least you can be still have you know be friends yeah. i guess if you will with your ex so that's yeah cool. and I mean, there's a couple other people from our cast that I'm not like fond of and have plenty of bad things to say yeah, about yeah. in the privacy of my home, but like, yeah. I'm not going to trash Jackson. Yeah. Well, good, good, good. Um, so yeah, let's, let's move on to this season of the all-stars. Cause you have 
obviously I love talking to people like I uh, talk to people with like bachelor nation when it comes to watching the show. Cause obviously we can watch it through a different lens. Like you can watch yeah. big brother through a different lens. Yeah. Um, and you had a friend, Nicole, she didn't, she didn't go very far though. Did she? Right? No, no. Yeah. I mean, I do still have one other friend on there. Well, I know several people, but, um, right. Two people from my cast, both of whom I love in the real world mm-hmm. um and have like stayed in touch with uh david i'm really excited to see back and kind of it's a weird it's an interesting story and people have differing opinions of whether he should or should not be back there um because for the most part it's people who were in the top four or like america's favorite players that are voted back and like david was first out on our season mm-hmm. uh, yeah but i i'm glad he's there because he's such a physical and mental competitor and he never really got to display that at all so i really liked watching him on this season it's interesting because like he was a recruit and didn't know the show at all and so sometimes i get frustrated with him because i'm like you should have studied more (laughs) Uh, but he's really starting to like catch his stride and it's so cool watching him get to finally play because he just it's like he had all this energy I never got to exert it last season. So, yeah. um, and then Nicole, I actually got to see her when she got evicted. Um, I met her at the airport as she was leaving, oh. got to like hug her and, and talk outside of LAX for 45 minutes. Got my little Nicole time. Cause she's literally like my little sister. We talk on the phone for hours constantly. Oh, I just adore her so much. Um, so that was, but it was really hard watching her because it was very different this season. This season for her, she had a very, very different experience, and I think it was, I think it was pretty soon for her to go back because a lot of us like we kind of have. I, I don't want to use the word PTSD because like that's mm-hmm. a very serious thing, but like we have a a sort of mild form of PTSD. Totally, I do too. And I get it. <laughs> to get thrown, but I mean, yeah, you, I'm preaching to the choir. Um, <laughs> you get thrown back in and. And I was watching live feeds until she got evicted. And I would seriously sit there and cry. I would watch the TV. I would watch her cry and I would just sit there and cry with her. And I wanted so badly to, cause the studio, like I live in Marina Del Rey, the studios in studio city right here. I just wanted to like drive up to that part of town and like just shout over the fence at her. Like, I love you. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's funny too, because all of these people have been on the show. They've made a name for themselves. And most of them are so, so loved by America. Then they go back and you know this, (laughs) if this happened to you, you went on, you were so, so, so loved. You went from being like this golden Mm. child with like a just glow of, you know, Mm. I didn't watch your season, but I know you were. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I didn't watch either. Sorry. That's good. Um, No, it's okay. It's good. A few episodes. But to be fair, it was like before I knew you. Yeah, and yeah. Up in Paradise, I couldn't watch. I was not being an unsupportive friend. I was on the yeah, show. Yeah, so you were on the show, yeah. Well, tied up. Um, but I know that like your first season, you were golden child. And second time around on Paradise, not so much. Yeah. And it's the same experience with all these people going through All-Stars. They come back and like they can't even be held to the same standard and they're no longer on this pedestal because people need to hate somebody and they need, they need, I don't know. Yeah. I completely agree. And yeah, like once you're loved, you can't be like more loved. Like the only thing that can really go down is go, you know, you can just be more hated. Like that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so I tell like people coming off. So like I've talked to Tyler 
talk to like people and I'm like, don't you do it. If you got a good edit, don't go to paradise. You know, like there's just no point. Do you want to meet one of those girls? DM them. Like, bro, they're going to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to ignore your DM, man. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's rough. There is good, obviously that comes out of it too. And like, I, I mean, shit, I would have gone back on all stars. I I was going to ask that. Yeah. You know, done it. If they asked you that you would have done it. It, yeah. And I, I don't know. Um, but did they approach you? Possibly. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, okay. Possibly a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, I got you. But I didn't, obviously I didn't go on there, but mm-hmm. um, I wanted to, and I was bummed that it didn't happen. And now watching them all, like, it's almost like falling from grace. And that's <laughs> really dramatic. Um, but a lot of people are just like, I see them. I see what people say about them on Twitter. And I'm like, last season or whatever season they were on, you loved them and idolized them. Like, come on, they're still human. They're still that person that you loved. Mm-hmm. Give them a little grace, mm-hmm. uh, go easy on them. But it's just the, the opinion that people want to form and, and the, the role that also the role that CBS decides to put you in. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause even with live feeds, people know, people think they know exactly what move you make, but the, the cameras will switch and they will, opportunistically switch on purpose. I've noticed now watching the live feeds. I'm like, you wanted people to see certain things. Yeah. And so I realized like, it's just, yeah. Watching this season, this all-star season, do you, so you were a big brother fan before, right? You would watch the show before. So you, yeah. do you think this is a good season? Like, I guess, would you rank this like as a good season? No. So okay. I've heard that a lot from a lot Honestly, of people. Honestly, I hate this season. Yeah. Sorry, I've heard that from a lot sorry, of friends are on it. I really <laughs> I'm like, sorry, CBS, but you You've yeah. You've yeah. yeah. I say some seasons are good. Some seasons are bad. That's just how it is. And I've heard that from multiple people, not just you, that like this season has been really rough. And just I think not a lot of, well, and Nicole said like when I, when I met with her at the airport, she was like, it was just bad energy, just negative. Right. Like we were just not happy. It was, and as much criticism as our season got, it was happy. We loved each other. It, mm. they, it made it seem like we all were at war we thought that we were boring because we loved each other so much and we played <laughs> right. games together and like made up plays and dances and we we're so goofy and childish. And it, I guess is just not the same atmosphere and watching it on live feeds. I can tell, I can just feel that mm. energy is just not positive. And um, so there's that, but also I think people are all walking on eggshells because they see how brutally we got. And I mean, Mm-hmm. in part for really good reason, but like how brutally we got uh, criticized and they're just, a, everybody's afraid to do or say anything. Yeah. Which I, yeah, which I completely understand and I can relate to. And I think the same, like when you, right at the beginning of this podcast, when you mentioned like, yeah, we'll see how long, you know, Big Brother goes on because of it. I feel the same way about Bachelor. Like people now, you know, they go on, obviously they know now you can make a ton of money. Yeah. So they go on for that. And they know what to say like like you know they know they they know the lines if they want to yep. be empowerment if they want to yep. be you know so like they just know yep. now and it's, it's just become less and less real um yep. but you know who knows but if it'll ever end but yeah yeah so it's a yeah we're definitely some of those people on our season where it's like okay gotta say this and do the the things yeah. gotta build a brand and mm, yes exactly yeah yeah and was, there are a lot of people who See, but yours is so much different because we actually know when we're on camera. Like if the camera, you're in an ITM in the moment interview, it's like, yeah. you know, you got to be on. Where you don't, okay. sense, like you are always filmed. 
So yeah. it's a lot harder for you guys to kind of to, to be perfect, if you will, you know. But like, they'll like show somebody talking shit about you in one room and then they like cut over to you and you're like in there picking your nose looking like an idiot or something, <laughs> yeah, you know, to like look at how stupid Holly is. She doesn't even <laughs> know. They're plotting against her, you know, like they just yeah. get all the little glorious moments and like, the, and also with Bachelor, everybody is like pretty glammed up a lot of the time. True. We are not. True. Especially because a lot of the interviews are at four in the morning. So it's like, I'm not going to put my makeup on until like 2 a.m. when I think I'm going to get interviewed. Yeah. But then I yeah, forget. That's so true. Oh, you're also on TV 24 <laughs> 7. So like, I just looked like a troll, like, <laughs> my bags under my eyes, like, oh. Well, <laughs> that's so true, though, because like, like we do get claimed up for like a, all the interviews and yeah. ITMs, like the good ones, like right during rose ceremonies, we're in our suits, the girls are in these gowns. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. That's so true. I've like, that. Fabulous. And we're like, oh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and, oh. go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, or they'll like some of the interviews in the diary room that they would like wake me up early. A lot of the time also like before wake up call, they would be like, Holly, come in. And I was like, are you shitting me? Oh, I'd be so Really? Angry. Like right now, my eyes are physically like swollen and naughty. And then you're like, I mean, those are close up shots, like zoomed in bright lights. And you're like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> There's probably a lot of good memes out there of you then, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. There's people have taken like bad photos of me and photoshopped them to look worse and like put the, the ugly filter or the old filter on. Oh, my God. And posted that and labeled it as Holly Allen without makeup. And I'm like, okay. oh, my God. That's so like, fucked up. Obviously, I'm a female. Like, I look different with or without makeup, but like, yeah. not, I don't look like that. <laughs> people are brutal. That is brutal. Uh, so yeah. as far as Big Brother, like that's probably, you know, like it's a little family, like past Big Brother participants. Do you find that they, it's a supportive environment? Like do other, like do alumni reach out and help you out through? Yeah, uh, they, they do. And, and that is really cool. It's like hit or miss because there's a lot of people that are like kind of a little catty in it, but for the most part, so supportive and loving and like a really cool community. And I've like DM'd with a few yeah. people and even like, yeah, like through this breakup, it was really sweet. Like some girls who are still in relationships, various girls actually who are like still in relationships from the show reached out and they were like, I know how hard, you know, dating in the public eye has been. I can't imagine how hard the breakup has been. And it's just, so, it's been really touching. That's really cool. That's, that's nice. Yeah. That they're supportive. Cause it's, cause like you said, sometimes, especially your show is competitive in nature. So like, I was wondering if like, yeah, if well, I yeah. would, you know, be pissed or whatever, you know, of yeah. like new people coming in or something like that. So. Right. That's yeah. But, and like, and from my season, I've remained really, really close with most of the people. Mm-hmm. Right. Not 100%, <laughs> but like most of the people are super close with and like talk to them regularly. And so that's, that's it's good. nice yeah. to have that family. Good. You're living in LA now. What is next for Holly Allen? You know, like... That's a good question. Um, I, I mean, I still love wine. I'm like my little baby sommelier level one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm hopefully going to start something with some wine soon. Uh, I also want to, I'm trying to figure out at the moment, um, I'm going to meet with a clothing designer soon, try to figure out how to start sort of like a community based uh, clothing line to something that I can create to help benefit uh, my community and other communities, whether it's 
um, raising money for homelessness or animal shelters or addiction. Um, there's a couple different things that I want to do and get involved with. So uh, that's the current avenue that I think I'm going to try to try to make that happen. But um, it's very uh, it's very new to me, so I'm figuring it out. I was um, in the middle of creating an app. Uh, Jackson and I started an app together, but that, it's a little hard to be business partners. Yeah. With so, um, I'm either going to find funding for that on my own and continue with it. Cause we're, they were starting, our developers were starting to build. Um, so it's kind of yeah. sad to like, put, I put so many months of right. hard work and passion into this and so I don't yeah, know. We'll see. Like yeah, I see so yeah. Anyway. So wine. Uh, yeah. So wine. Wine. Wine seems to be. I'm saying. I remember you worked for Malibu Wine. Is that how you say it? Yeah. That's your first view of wine. That's great. <laughs> that's so weird. I just manifested it. <laughs> crazy. That's an app. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but you're not. How is Malibu Wine? Is that what it was called? Malibu Wine Safari Wine. Really. Malibu Wine Safaris. Yeah, uh, that's what. It was. You know, it is, I mean, it is not a business that can be in business right now. So yeah. we all, I mean, I hadn't really like gone back to work there mm-hmm. since the show, but I did get laid off. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm still on the payroll. <laughs> I got, I got <laughs> a letter in the mail that I was laid off, but um, everybody, all my friends are laid off still. Mm, yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's a real bummer. I hope yeah. Uh, they're doing a few different things up there. They have yoga and hikes, and I believe that those are operating. But yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, I, I I remember when we first met, and you were like talking about your wine, and like I wanted to go that Malibu. It's sad because I remember during the fires too. Yeah. Like all, maybe I remember they had to move in all the animals and stuff, and I was like, gosh, yeah. So terrifying. Our, yeah, man, up. that was that's been a whirlwind. I was I worked there for six years. I helped them start that. Actually, I was one of the first employees. Um, I was the first girl to work there for like a year. Uh, and so it was like my baby. Yeah, and then yeah. man, our, most of the ranch burned down and it was so terrifying. And all of us were out of work for a long time because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to rebuild after the forest fire and man, now with this, it's yeah. Yeah, a wild. To say the least. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. I mean, it sounds like, yeah, you, uh, are you enjoying LA by the way? I know you, you know, I love it. It's yeah. it's a weird place to be during COVID. It's just yeah. freaking humans everywhere. But I live like walking distance to the marina and it's so nice just being by the water. And I go to the beach a lot. I'm like sunburned right now. I was <laughs> drinking on the beach <laughs> yesterday all day. <laughs> um, it was like 90, it was like 90 something on the beach. It was insane. But man, you just can't beat it. It's already- yeah, no. It's already, well, it's supposed to snow in Colorado. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, tonight, really. Yeah. Oh, I was with Amber. Our oh, yeah, that's right. Amber said she went out there. I was with her. She was out here visiting yesterday. Yeah. And she's like flying back today to snow. And I was going to go visit home in Wyoming. And I looked at the forecast and I was like, you know, mom, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you can come out here. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. To, to before we, we let you go, um, do you have, because I know I get asked this and I'm, you fell in love on television. So you're obviously, you know, a wise person in love. So like, what would you, what would be some relationship advice you'd give somebody, you know, if they wanted to, yeah, especially during quarantine. 
the, oh, yeah. man. Golly, not a good time to be single. I'm like, yeah. or go through a breakup. Just, like, I feel like get on an app now. Like, ugh. no, <laughs> there's like, it's just like guys from my past trying to come back in. You're All like, the DMs ah, go away. Uh, it's not a good time to be single. Um, so I think for just in general, like relationship advice, two things that are very important, communication and ego. And they go hand in hand. Um, I've learned over the years to be a better communicator, express yourself to your partner, especially men. I know this is shocking, but men are not able to read minds. Um, so <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, right? Um, so be communicative, be open, be honest with each other. That is huge on both parts. Um, communicate. And while you're communicating, check your ego. Um, I, for so long was like, mm, no, nope, yeah. I have to be right. And, um, and I, you know, date these alpha males too. They're like, nope, I have to be right. And mm-hmm. it's like, you, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to apologize. And it's okay. You're not going to grow as a human if you don't admit fault. Uh, and so you're not going to grow in a relationship if you don't admit fault. So leave the egos and bring the communication and Good advice. It's okay to be wrong. I think that's something hopefully a lot of people can take to heart because <laughs> a lot of people don't think that. So Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a rare thing. But it's like once you realize that, once you are at peace with your imperfection, you're like, oh, oh, I'm just human. Okay, so I'm allowed <laughs> to be human. My partner is allowed to be human. Okay, we might be all right here. That's great. Yeah, good advice. So next <laughs> time you're out here in Denver, you have to let me know. We go. Have you been to the Grizzly Rose? Uh, no. No, you open? haven't? No. What? Yeah, it's open right now. I mean, obviously, you know, rules and stuff, COVID rules. But yeah. wow, you haven't been, well, shoot, you need to come out here for one of the concerts one of this time. It's a great place. You'd love oh, it. I have to go and you can yeah. teach me to swing dance. Yes. Yeah, that's the spirit. I bet you know more line dances than me, though. Line dances, probably. <laughs> I know, like, Copperhead Road. And it is, does, it, does the Cupid Shuffle count as a line dance? I don't know. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> so next time you're out here in Denver, we'll have to go. We'll have to go catch a show out there for sure when, yes. when everything's open back up and stuff. So Yeah. Oh, I love cool. That. I know. I miss, that's the one, I miss live music so much during this. It's like the one, otherwise I think I'd be okay, but I just need my concerts. Yeah. Well, you have your little, you have your concerts in your apartment every day. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> that I do. Jamming uh, out. Yep. <laughs> Awesome. I appreciate you coming on. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, Miss Holly Allen on, uh, nice. on Instagram. There you go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, yeah. Twitter is an evil place. I don't go on there yet. I don't go to Twitter either. I've tweeted like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have anything else yet to pimp out. Yeah. Um, no, that wine no only fans yet. What'd you say? <laughs> no only fans yet. Not that desperate quite yet. <laughs> Give it <time. laughs> I mean, I did just move into a much more expensive apartment, so we'll see. Um, but not yet. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mom, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. That's going to be our clickbait headline right there. Yeah, this right. Holly Allen starts an OnlyFans. Will, will we see Holly Allen on OnlyFans? <laughs> She doesn't have one, I swear. Uh. Oh, that's great. But no, hopefully, yeah. I mean, when you're, you know, give me, you know, let me know about all the, how the wine situation goes and stuff. Cause love to pimp that out for you. Yeah. I'll be doing some fun stuff. I'm going to incorporate food and wine and I will actually, I think I am going to start a, a YouTube because people are always requesting oh. recipes because I cook a lot and I cooked a lot in the house and uh-huh. I was the, sh- the ranch chef at my family's dude ranch for eight summers. So, oh, shit. um, I love cooking and I'm, I've been writing a cookbook for like the past 
forever years. I was going to say cookbooks where it's at nowadays. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm going to do a little fun something, something with food and wine. Um, Gotcha. So so that's also in the works, but I might start doing it on YouTube. So eventually I'll pimp that out, but yeah, cool. Good. Well, you're the best, Holly. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks so of much. Of course. Thanks yes. for Thank having you. me. Yeah. So <laughs> and like I said, I'm coming out there tomorrow. So maybe Wednesday, let's grab lunch or something. Well, yeah, actually. I'm here Tuesday to Thursday and I'm in Marina Del Rey too. So <laughs> I have zero okay, excuse I, not to see and you. And if I don't see you, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> You'd be for real mad. <laughs> he, little dude. I want to see him. I know yeah, I he him. needs to see his friend Blake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let, let me know. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. I'll let you know when I'm out there. And yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, when that contract comes up in a year, we're going to have you back on. Oh yeah. Have me on in a year. I will have so much tea to spill. Yes. You have no idea. Today was mild. Perfect. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Holly. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at behind the rose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on-site at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.